0: Every Friday, I will take five minutes to celebrate the week and to celebrate your side of the wide open conversation. It's not a conversation if it's just me talking to you. I'm also listening. So thank you to everyone who participated this week. This has been a blast reading your comments and bringing some hope and healing into the widow space. You know that learning how to live life while making friends with grief is a sacred and intimate place in my heart. And I'm a thousand times honored to have been entrusted with your presence words and stories. I'll start out with uh, some of my favorite answers to the funny question that I asked, which was what was your most embarrassing or awkward date moment? Here are some of the answers. Lindsay said, when I was dating my now husband in college, kids in a car next to us yelled at a stoplight, dude, your girlfriend is picking her nose. (laughs) I was hashtag allergies. And did you catch that? She said my now husband. So at least she was not allergic to him. And he must have found her awkwardness endearing. Here's another one. When we went to a movie with someone else's advice, I didn't check out first what the movie was, and I wanted to sit underneath the seat instead of with my date. It was so embarrassing. We are married now, so he didn't use the lapse in judgment against me. I did find out from Lisa the name of the movie, but I'll keep that our little secret. (laughs) I love that both of those stories were stories that are now with their husbands today, so that should give all of the awkward daters out there some hope. Here are some inspiring comments that came in. Someone said, I actually giggled at times and I was all by myself listening. (laughs) I can't wait to hear more about Captain America. And someone else said, I just listened to your latest podcast and it pointed out that I've been closed off too for different reasons. I'm going to accept the challenge to be more me than I've been in a long time. Shine on, friend. Someone else said, wow, I just listened. You have a gift. You're restoring the art of storytelling. I was mesmerized through the podcast and appreciated your deep and honest self-reflection. Then when I thought it couldn't get any better, you had that amazing application about being the hero to someone else or the one who needs the words of life spoken to them. I will be sharing with friends and subscribe. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Jill. Then my heart was pierced with comments like the one who told me about her friend who just lost her husband, who is also the father of their nine-year-old daughter. She said, this makes 10 widows that we know now in just the last few years. What is happening? I told her that somewhere deep in my phone, I have a recorded clip of eight-year-old Sadie sending a sweet little voice message of encouragement to another little girl that she met at camp who was nine, who also lost her daddy. If I can find it, I'll send it along. These deeper comments may represent others with unshared stories, so just know as you listen, you are not alone. First time listener here, your message is very touching. It really spoke to me when you said you may have built walls due to your frustration with God over your life plans falling apart. When my husband walked out on our family, I really struggled with those feelings myself, and I still do. I wondered whatever happened to the ministry that we were supposed to be doing together, to our future, to being a team, and to why God would allow everything to crumble. I am in the process of rediscovering my values separate from my ex and allowing myself to become more open and receiving love and trusting again. I would like to say to you, my friend, that Grief comes in changes of many kinds, and I will be lifting you up in prayer, and I'm so glad that you joined us in this conversation this week. Another woman shared, I had to grieve alone. The things that you said about the process was exactly how I felt. Of course, I do things with friends and stay busy, but I find myself thinking of my husband and how much I loved him, and he is waiting for me in heaven. I responded to her with, Be gracious to yourself and to your heart. The veil is thin, and He does still love you. Love is stronger than the grave. Another woman related to, This isn't my life, and she said, I've spent the last several years reeling, grappling, very, very much alone. I've been through 72 versions of me as I try to figure out who me is right now on this side of things. And I live with a stifled grief because it cannot be an open grief. Anyhow, thank you for being brave. Thank you for sharing your awkward. Ha ha ha. She said, what a relatable relief. Thank you for being wide open. I will get back there one day too. So to you, my friend, may I invite you to share your grief walk in the open with another person. You will find yourself again. I do believe that and I believe in you. Finally, I was blown away by the positive words of encouragement and affirmation. People said things like, I'm so proud of you. You have your smile back and your sparkle and your joy when you speak. (laughs) Thank you, Jeff. Sandy said, it is very endearing, the story of Amy and Captain America. And Kim had a funny twist on that when she said, I loved it so much. And I find it also pretty interesting that Captain America and Superman are both superheroes, but from different universes. Seems fitting. Oh, the, my, one of my favorite comments ended with, you have a loyal listener. And I just want to invite you to invite more loyal listeners as we grow in conversations. Next week, I'm go- I'm going to be actually giving you a book that Mike wrote about a conversation. In his words of a conversation that he had with J. Michael when J. Michael was 10, encouraging Mike to not give up. So the episode will be called Don't Give Up, and it's coming to you next week. So thank you for listening this week. Tune again on Tuesday for our next wide open conversation. Bye for now.